Hello and welcome to the Serendipity Podcast. This week we are talking about One Direction's solo music. So each of the boys debut and each of the boys solo music in their careers leading after One Direction and what their future plans will be for making music. Wrestling Power 2, 2.0. It's kind of like a mini reunion, but not really, from the hiatus. So, One Direction. I feel like we all know the general story of how they started. On the X Factor, and they all auditioned separately, and then was put back together, and then, oh, not put back together, and then uh, they were put together by the judges, and it went through boot camp and the show, all the like the live shows together, and came in third. And then a year later, they released Up All Night with all the. They had Take Me Home for the second album, Midnight Memories, where it was kind of like this idea. It was like the change of very like poppy music to more like a rock music, just about. But still poppy. Um, And then they had four. And four was kind of like a complete different, like, style. That's where I think they kind of found their voice, found, like, their style of music. And then uh, um, this is kind of like four was, like, the the, 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 the route that would begin... You had five members, and then now you have four members. Different style, and then we had Made in the AM, which could be, like, made after Malik, I think. Like, made, or made, like, after, like, made after, like, the aftermath of Zayn leaving the band in 2015, March of 2015. Um, that was a sad day for me. <laughs> I remember getting to school and I was crying and like I was like I mean I was just like I mean yes but also why why are you crying at school about was Zane leaving it would be like in the middle of the day and it would be like a notification on their phone and they'd all just just load of girls start crying I was crying I mean it was quite funny but like to see that just at school and you'd be like Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was at universe, like uh, my second year of college, university. Yeah, I think form. I was in sixth form. So. Yeah, um, and I, I like had one friend who was like into One Direction, but um, saw the like the notification on um, the I guess it probably was Twitter or Instagram. I saw it. it was like the little like. Notes up thing. Yeah, his thing of saying, and then I was like, "Well, what?" And like, but then my dad sent me like loads of e- like emails about it, and I was like, at first I thought like, why would he leave? And then I was like, no, he left for a good reason. And like on a side note, I feel like a lot of like new directioners from TikTok are like, oh, they want Zane to come back. I'm like, Zane would not come back. If there were, it, like, he left, left. Like, there's no, like, there's no return. 
Yeah, he laughed. To, to it. And it's like, every time they say something like that, it's like, get over it. <laughs> In the nicest way I can be. But I'm like, like I, uh, what fantasy are you living? Yeah, I don't really get the people who be like, I would love a One Direction reunion, like, OT5. I'm like, that would be great. But also, like, do you realise how much it destroyed him? Yeah. Like, I, it destroyed all of them, I mean. Yeah. But, like, specifically Zayn, like, he left. He left his contract. If there was a reunion, there wouldn't he wouldn't have a contract yeah. to go back to or to, like, re-sign or whatever it would be to make a reunion happen. But also, like, One Direction isn't even a part of Psycho anymore. Well, like well Psycho isn't a thing anymore, yeah. is it? It got disbanded. I feel like the thing is, like, if there was a reunion, the problem is they can't really go on another label or another record, like, a re- another record deal because um, Psycho owns Modest. all their music. Right. Modest owns all their music. Um... I don't think they own their masters. I don't think they own their music. And unless they got permission from Simon or the record label, they wouldn't be able to tour their old music. Unless... And I don't know whether they would let them without, like, signing a new label, whether they would be like, yeah, you can do a reunion on a different label, but I doubt they would. Which is why... Which is why, like, highly doubt... That's one of the reasons I highly doubt a reunion would happen. Also, the fact that, like, Harry Styles is just going off doing his own thing, being really successful. I feel like he'd also be, like, one of the last people to ever agree to do a reunion. Yeah, like, Um, absolutely. And then the others are kind of, like... I feel like they would like it as, like, a nostalgia thing, but also... They also I have don't very know, successful careers. They also have very successful solo careers, but also I feel like it's a weird one because obviously Liam's come out and said like it destroyed his mental health. Like everyone knows it destroyed L- Louis. Niall, everyone can see how it destroyed his. Yeah. Um, and they're all so much better off as solo careers. They like as much as like it would be great if they ever did one. And like definitely would go i just don't realistically see at least in like the next five years them wanting to do one yeah i don't i absolutely think that each of their music is so vastly different that it would be such a hard thing to like come back to doing something that it was so like pop generated yeah, because I feel like if it was ever gonna, if there was ever gonna be a reunion, it would have to be like one of those fifteen years, twenty years, like nostalgia things where everyone's like grown up and an adult. Like yeah. in the UK, like Busted reunited like sixteen years like after their first single, um, and like after Charlie Simpson left and went solo, and like they've like done great tours they also did McBusted with McFly and then like JLS have just reunited and they're going on well they were supposed to go on tour last year but obviously you know they're now supposed to be going on tour in November not sure if they're working on new music or whether they're just going on a tour yeah um and other bands have done it where it's been like 10 15 20 years like Backstreet Boys stuff like that 
And I feel like that would work in a way where all of the fans are now adults. Half of them maybe have their own kids, their own family, and it would be like a nostalgic thing where mums would bring their, like, toddler children just to, like, experience what they experienced. Or, like... You're hitting hitting the back, sorry. Side note, you're hitting the back, so it's picking up on the mic. sorry. Or, like, anything like that where it's... um, I feel like that would work as a reunion tour but like them to just be in like the next five years when they've all got like really successful solo careers by the way guys one direction on tour next year it just wouldn't make any sense and like all these people like theorizing about like the 10 year anniversary and the 11 year anniversary which happened the last two years yeah also made no sense because harry has a tour I mean, whatever's happening with that, nobody knows. But Harry's got a tour. He's also got two movies. Louis's got a tour. Liam will probably have a tour when he can, like, get one set up for, like, actual, not online. Yeah. Um, Niall had a tour and cancelled it because of the pandemic, but I'm sure he'll go on tour again. Um, They're all working on new albums. They're all doing really successful things by themselves it would make no logical sense to be like let's just get back together because what would they do would they just put their solo careers on hold would they just do a tour would they make new music it like at this point in their careers especially as some of them have only got one album out some like others of them only have two yeah like, what? Like, why would they put their solo careers on hold after one album or two albums? It makes no sense. And I think, like, the fans have absolutely, like, they listen to One Direction because, like, like, like you have those fans that follow them throughout the One Direction career, and then you have them dispersing into, like, different, like, you have your Louis fans who like Louie, like then you have your Zayn and then your Niall and your Liam and Harry's fans. And it just like, they just, kind of like a treat. They kind of like, they came together and then they separated into separate branches and then it's like, I mean, they all, I think all fans still also support other, other, other members of the band. But it's just like, I don't, I don't think they could like like you said come back and it wouldn't work musically because they they matured yeah exactly i mean their writing style is completely different their writing style from each other's like are completely different yeah. like if they would like let's say it was new music and not just at all all of them have gone in different styles how would they then go back to one style and how would they choose that one style and like then it's the problem again of when they started where not everybody liked the music they were making because it was very generic radio pop and others like Zayn wanted to do more R&B and like Louis and Harry wanted to do more Rocky type stuff yeah um and it's kind of that problem. But also, like you said with the fans, it would be chaotic. Like, all of the solo fans who joined 
who maybe joined after One Direction, but or maybe were like One Direction stands, but have now gone on to like solo Harry Lane, solo Louis Zane, solo Liam Lane, or whatever. I just feel like for them to then have to comprehend supporting all of them again or supporting all of them for the first time, I just feel like it would be very chaotic. Yeah. Um, and I feel like especially for the new fans who like maybe heard Harry on the radio and love Harry but like have no clue about the other boys they just know that he was in a really successful band and like yeah their music's all right but like it's not their thing um and then to be like Harry's gonna join the boy band again I think for them that would be like why is he doing that like that makes no sense um that's like all in the past and like well for OG fans it'd be like yes nostalgia I love this I just don't think it would work in their cu- like in their current setting as I said maybe in like 5 years. 10 years where it's been like 20 years since One Direction or something and then we're all grown up and it's not as much of that crazy One Direction One Direction because even now you still see like the 20 I'm sorry 23 year olds like me are still, like, boy band crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they did it in 10 years, where we were, like, 33, and maybe we had a family, and while it would be nostalgic, we'd be like, oh, my God, Harry Styles. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, also, we'd be a bit calmer, and it would be a bit chill, and it would be quite, like, nice and nostalgic, and, like, a nice thing for people who had families. They could, like, bring their kids, and their kids could see what they grew up on. And, like the boys would probably have families as well um and it would be like good for them because then it would be like they're bringing their family along to like what started them out yeah um but uh, yeah just in the next five years at least i couldn't see it happening yeah and they're also all still young so it's not like yeah exactly the, the desperate to get recognition again and they're all so successful in their own way like as well it's not like they they broke up and they disappeared off the face of the earth yeah or their solo careers flopped and they're like i want to bring this back for like money or fame or whatever like yeah. some bands do um like obviously not all of the ones that reunite do that like a lot of them reunite just for fun like the backstreet boys and like busted um, just because they enjoyed it and they enjoy it now because they're older. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, it just... Why would you have a successful career that's, like, blowing up where you're going on world tours, you're, like, selling out stadiums still, you're, like, having number one albums or, like, very successful albums, and then you're, like... Well, that was fun like five years ago. Why don't we go back to that? Like, yeah, what's your um, I really actually, I really like Icarus Falls, um, just like the concept of it. I think a lot of people don't really like acknowledge how like genius that is with the idea of like, okay, it, you know, the story of Icarus. For people who don't know, it's like a Greek mythology story where. The father and son ends up in prison. They make wings out of the feather from, like, the bed and wax, and then they fly up um, too close to the sun, and they 
plummet into the ocean. And that's kind of like the idea of like, like Zayn was so famous that he like when he was in One Direction, like that this idea of like, oh, he was so big and then stress anxiety hits you like a fan and you feel like you're falling. And I feel like that was like a good interpretation of like probably how he felt. I feel like a lot of his music does like entail like what he went through in terms of with One Direction, like the kind of bad side. I mean, I did like um, some of his earlier like solo stuff more so the singles, I guess, rather than like. But I guess his music's not really like my vibe really like the last album he just released nobody's listening i think i liked maybe like two songs off it Mm -hmm. which (laughs) were like the singles um but i just listened to the rest and i can like appreciate it for like the style and appreciate it for his musicality and his voice and everything like that and like obviously in terms of his music that's like a great album it's a great r&b it's great kind of like that sort of album just not my vibe um I would choose to listen to yeah like I feel like out of all of them I feel like while I do like some of his songs his solo career and probably Liam's are good and I can listen to it but it's definitely like club music in a way like you might like with the singles you might hear it in a club because it kind of has, like, this style of, like... I feel R&B like pop. some of them, yeah. The newer album, I don't think would any of them would be. Yeah, maybe not. But, like, maybe, like, the first album. Like, you'd have, like, Pillow Talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like, but then that's, like, w- a song with Sia. So, like, that being said... No, Pillow Talk wasn't with Sia. Not Sia. Uh, there was one with Sia, I swear... Or am I getting this mixed up? I Maybe. Think, no, I no, feel like... He did one with Taylor and that did one with... Dusk Till Dawn, that's it. Yeah. Like, those songs, I feel like you'd hear at, like, a club. Because, like, maybe. Or, like, you'd definitely hear them on the radio. But, like, his newest stuff, like, he I did, doubt you would hear... Even the single, like, Better and Vibes, I doubt you'd hear on the radio. He did, yeah, he did a song with Ingrid Michaelson. I love that song though. Yeah, but I feel like that's because that's more of a like a chill pop vibe rather than like the R and B type side of his music that he's done. That's not, I guess, his solo music. But like, I'd like maybe listen to it if it came on, but like I wouldn't choose to. Yeah, I'm about the same. And then again, same with Liam. Like some of the songs, like if they came up on the radio, like listen to it. But like I wouldn't actively choose. It's not on, like, my playlist. No, it's not, like, whereas the others, Niall, Harry, Louie, absolutely, I listen to all of of their songs. And I do listen to, like, all of the boys' music. Like, I don't, like, judge and be like, well, I didn't like that album, so I'm not going to listen to them anymore. Um, Because, obviously, I didn't like Zane's last album. And then Liam Payne's album, I just thought, was a bit of a mess of everything he released in, like, the last three years. Yeah, like, it wasn't cohesive. It was, like, a mix of the singles that did really well, some unheard music, and I just felt like some of it was, like, three years old, some of it was new and current, and it just didn't yeah. work together. Like, I feel like if he'd released, like, maybe an EP 
and then maybe another EP with like some of the old stuff and then some of the newer stuff or like maybe even did like an album without like the big singles I mean I know that wouldn't sell the album yeah um Um, and I also have a feeling that some of his music was like you don't really get like somebody will send you the music and he'd be like yeah cool I'll do it like it won't be like that's like the style of him writing with the artist they get sent the music yeah. and he just that's definitely how I felt about his music like because I knew when he started doing his solo music he was with Cheryl um and obviously he just had his son and then he I he released strip that down yeah and you were like, you've literally just had a child. You're in a committed relationship, and you're singing about <laughs> like yeah. having, you know, and you're singing about that. And you're like a song called "Strip That Down." I'm like, is that really appropriate? Like, I mean, it's a like it's, it's a, a cool, good it's song. A song. It's a good song. It's a good radio hit. But like, you can tell it wasn't really his song. Yeah. You can tell like, and also I feel like if you're gonna do that you kind of need to assess your own situation and be like, is that appropriate for me to release right now? Should I maybe wait? Like, I get you're in a committed relationship and singing about stuff like that probably doesn't hurt your partner because they know you're in a committed relationship and you've just had a child together. But also at the same time for fans, that's really confusing because it's like, why are you singing about dancing in a club and stripping when you're... You've literally just had a child. And I think it was kind of like, kind of a little too soon to say, like, I used to be in 1D. <laughs> I was like, I was like, when I heard that, I was, I was thinking, oh, my goodness. I think my heart just broke a little bit. But then I'm like, no, I actually kind of like it. Because, like, I do like the solo music. So I'm like, no, I'm vibing with the fact that he kind of said, like, peace out, boy band. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm my own style, own person. Like, without, like, it wasn't, like, a massive, like, a fuck you kind of thing. It was kind of, like, new era, new Liam. Yeah, I didn't think that was, like, a diss to them at all. I think that was more of a, like, people know me from 1D. They don't know me as anything else. Like, I'm going to show them who I am. It was a bit of a weird way to show them who I am because, like, you know, I'm releasing these songs that have nothing to do with my life currently um, and I clearly haven't written them. Or if I have, it's a bit of a weird song to write in my current situation. But, like, at the same time, it's kind of like, I guess... He was still trying to find his own voice and I feel like he He was... still is, I think. One of the ones that struggled the most mm-hmm. coming out of one direction and being like what do i want to say how do i want to have my music come across because he's like from the start him and i mean i guess louis as well kind of stuck at the start with like the more poppy kind of side like louis did the song with bb rexer um and steve aoki kind of more poppy and then obviously with this album it went more brit pop a bit yeah. brit rock and I guess, like, those two are still trying to figure out, like, they'd been in this band for years, like, pushed down, you have to write pop music, you have to write like this, you have to do this. Um, so I feel like they did kind of struggle coming out of the band, trying to, like, Finally. create their own voice, yeah. like, not have that, this is what was pushed down me for years, this is, like, the boy band stuff I know, or the pop music I know that I know people will like. 
And um, I think it's they both Liam and Louis have a ve- like they're very good at writing. Yeah, and it wasn't so like, yeah, so it wasn't like their trouble with writing. I feel like it was what was like what was pushed on them for so long. It was like this will sell, this will make you look good, yeah. this will sound good with your voice, this is how you write music. And then when they actually took a step back and was like, I'm not in this situation anymore. I don't have these people telling me I need to write like this. I need to say this. Yeah. I need to do this. I can actually write about what I want, my own kind of circumstances, my own thoughts and feelings. I can write it in a genre I like. And that's what Louis did, where he was like, I grew up on Brit Rock, Brit Pop. I love that. I love these bands, like Arctic Monkeys, like The Vaccines. He likes... I'm pretty sure he has influences from, like, those sort of bands. Yeah, Oasis, Green Day. And I will take what I've listened to, what I enjoy... And kind of incorporate it into like something that would fit my own voice, something that I enjoy singing, and it's not kind of manufactured for me. And I think he's done that really well. Same with Harry, but Harry kind of did that from the start. Yeah. I mean, although his first album, I do feel like was him kind of finding his voice, because I feel like he went in a way where he was like, I'm going to go rock, well, more like rock pop. He, um, he kind of had like this thing of like, like, uh, like I was re listening to Kiwi and Caroline, and like, um, and then he, in his new, um, uh, fine lines, then you also have uh, what is that one? Why am I breaking on the song? And it kind of has the same style, not uh, what is that song? Well, on fine line, yeah. Um, like it has the same kind of like rocky edge, Caroline, uh, Kiwi, and um, unless you mean his unreleased ones, yeah, like Medicine, Medicine. and Anna, yeah, because they're more rocky. I feel like Fine Line is very different, um, in a good way to it's like, like Harry Styles one, but I feel like that was him trying to find his voice. He was like, I love. Again, like pop rock, rock. So I'm going to incorporate more of that while also having like the softer songs like um, incorporated into the first album. Like Meet You in the Hallway. Like Meet You in the Hallway from the Dining Table. New York. Stuff like yeah. yeah, songs like that. And I feel like in terms of that, he was like, these are like the two directions that I kind of feel like is my voice. And then he had the unreleased songs, Medicine and Anna, and obviously he sang them on tour and everyone loved them. But then I feel like with Fine Line, he kind of meant, went more towards the other way, like the softer pop, but also with more very poppy kind of songs, so like Watermelon Sugar, To Be So Lonely, stuff like that. Um, and like Adore You. Yeah, and Adore You. And then like he had the soft ones like Falling. Um, you know, I think... He- I and can't recall if he put out Golden after the album came out. Cause I, I what, as a single? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Because it was a really weird one, because everyone's like, I'm pretty sure Golden came out this like early this year after Treat People With Kindness. Treat People With Kindness video, single, whatever you want to call it, came out New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure Golden was after that. But it was a weird one, because obviously the album came out last year. 
And then loads of people are including these songs in, like, their top songs of 2021 so far. And I'm like, like, it makes sense if that was, that's in your Spotify list. But I mean, just in, like, this isn't talking about, like, how much you listen to music. They're just like, these are my top songs of this year. Or, like, these are my favourite songs that came out this year. And I'm like, but technically they didn't come out this year. They came out last year. Like, I know the videos came out this year and technically they were made a single this year. But I feel like he kind of did that. One, because obviously the album came out in December and he didn't have time to do like three singles in one month and that would be a bit stupid to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But also because of everything that happened with like the tour not happening, um, him doing movies and having like obviously not doing as much music so he was like if I release these as singles and I do a few music videos that will like hype everyone up and like keep people happy while I'm off doing these other things and trying to sort out what the hell is happening with tour even though he hasn't still um but you know kind of that sort of thing but I do feel like um Harry Styles one and then Fine Line very different and I'm not sure whether he's found his sound within Fine Line and whether Harry like HS3 is going to be completely different or whether that's going to be the same as Fine Line or whether that's going to be like the same as HS1 yeah um because if you think about it if he did release the unreleased songs Medicine and Anna then he'd have to make another album like HS1 otherwise they wouldn't fit which is why they weren't on Fine Line because what that wouldn't fit with any of the songs on Fine Line. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got, like, kind of two directions he could go in, or he could go in a completely new one and do, like, a different genre every album. Um, but again, like, I feel like we still don't really know what his style. solo style voice is because he's done a few different types. Yeah, and it's kind of like... still trying to find his voice maybe hs3 could be like you said a whole different style because lately he's been kind of going to like this rock and roll (laughs) but like we're we're not sure because like hs1 and hs2 was completely different and like you said like you said like fine lines was very had had like It had its rocky but kind of like slow ballad music and also very um kind of like he was expressing like a lot of stuff in his each song was different and he said that he basically wrote it after um his stepfather passed away and so it's kind of like his way of writing music and was to express it in a song in his songs and like stuff like that so I feel like he still is trying to find his voice and he's still young people like I feel like even though like it feels like he's older than he is because of how his music style is I feel like people keep forgetting that he's only like 27 he still has like his whole life ahead of him like yeah and I think it would be normal for his kind of 
style of music to change like obviously being young has like a part of part of like what like his genre or his style of music will be like but also because his life in his 20s and 30s will be changing so dramatically like he went from being like one of the biggest boy bands of the last decade um like not seeing family not having relationships not doing anything other than touring and writing music in one direction to then having nothing like in terms of career wise he had his family and he was able to see his family and I feel like that's what kind of like you said in HS1 it was very like well I don't know what to do because my career has been this for so long since I was like basically a child and yeah and so basically since he was a child and it was like that one was trying to find his voice trying out different genres trying what he's wanted to for so long but hasn't like the more rocky type like rock pop type music um seeing that kind of be successful and like loving that music to then being in fine line where it's more of like i guess a love album like more kind of writing about relationships and kind of like um that sort of thing where again in his 20s life changes so much you know that that's like the sort of thing you write about um and then again hs3 he's become more of a kind of idol on his own as well he's done acting he's doing like fashion stuff and he's like experienced more in terms of like in his life he's in a completely different stage to like where he was in fine line where he was in hs once it like it could just be completely different i have an opinion question opinion question what's your opinion on like children um of like listening to harry's music because he definitely has a way, like, he, he's writing music for, uh, like, 20-plus years. He's not shying away from, like, yeah, I'm kind of drinking and doing drugs. See, I think the thing is, right, music is basically for anyone. You write it for a specific audience, obviously. Yeah. You have that target mind. And he's a 27-year-old. He's not going to, like... He's not under management anymore. He's not going to censor himself. He's going to talk about what's going on in his life, his feelings, his thoughts, like everything like that. And that's perfectly valid. But you've got to think about, you say that, One Direction, they were like, what, teenagers, 18, 19, 20. They wrote about the same sort of stuff he's writing about, like No Control and Rock Me. While more of a poppy, upbeat, I guess more of a hidden way talking about it in terms of like where children wouldn't understand whereas watermelon sugar is very explicit in terms of that while he's writing explicitly they also wrote explicitly in one direction and that was marketed towards a lot of like a younger generation if you're an adult you can enjoy it because you're like this is marketable towards my age because talking about things I go through or whatever like that. And 
to kids it's just like a fun upbeat song they don't know the lyrics well they know the lyrics but they don't know what they mean yeah and i just think that what they're just not gonna know what it means yeah i so like because i literally i'm like i do go look it up because i'm like what does urban dictionary have to say like <laughs> he put like yeah he put like they sugarcoat it in a way that's like because yeah. if you listen to basically everything on the radio, everything's about... Um, sex. Sex, yeah. Everything's about, like, sex, relationships, drugs. Yeah. Like, fame. I definitely prefer that version versus, like, a kid's pop version of Water <laughs> Sugar. So, Niall, he... He was, like, the second next to the So, technically, he was the first out of One Direction to come out with an album in 2017. I don't think he did it as. Well, when was his one out? Because I feel like it wasn't like dramatically early compared to like the others. I think I was a little kind of. It did come out in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like. I mean, so like Louis, uh, Louis had like all his solo singles. With singles. Um, but I thought Niall was the first to come out with. Maybe, yeah, he was the first to come out with an album. Like a full Well, Harry Styles released his in 2017 as well. Oh, yeah. They so I feel like they released it probably around the same time. I think they did. You yeah. were, like, losing the... Because no, I, I feel like his wasn't, like, dramatically yeah. earlier before. It but, like, I think it came out just about the same month as Harry's. Or, like, slightly earlier, maybe. Yeah, but he... His music is very... Because... Uh, He's, like, the first artist, uh, like, only main member of the band that p- was, like, public about playing an instrument. Like yeah, because he plays an instrument in the later, like, One Direction tours. Yeah. So he did, like, guitar, like, two styles of guitars. Um, I'm not, I'm not he also plays piano, doesn't he? I don't know, obviously he didn't in One Direction, yeah. but... I think Niall has always been, like, the more musically person with playing an instrument so i think he like the fact that he knows how to play an instrument like a couple different instruments he had like a stronger more like acoustic vibe to his music it was also easier for him to kind of start and i feel like for him as well it was easier to start because he was always he was the irish one like in the band he was labeled as the irish one and because of that he could make the music he liked very easily from off the bat, like after One Direction left, he could make the Irish acoustic folky music um, that he loves to make. Like, that wouldn't be so weird for him to do because, like, while it's dramatically different from One Direction, a, like, a stepping... Like, it would, it's a normal... Like, you wouldn't think twice about him doing it. Yeah. You'd think... That's Niall. That makes sense. Whereas for someone like Harry or Louis to go more rocky, while the later albums they did try and go a bit more rocky in terms of One Direction music, and it was Harry and Louis that kind of led that. He had like it was like kind of expected. Like with his music, I think they def each of them have a different writing style that it shows in each of the in like Made in the AM's song list. If you listen to their solo music now, and then you went back and listened to Made in the AM, 
like you could tell probably which songs was mostly Nile. Yeah, well, I feel like that's the thing. They always put like one of them always plays a One Direction song. Nile plays that. I feel like Harry always plays What Makes You Beautiful. When I went to Louis last year, he played Little Black Dress. Um, I feel like they all try to play at least one. I think they just enjoy yeah. playing them. Like, they wrote these songs... Well, not all of them, but, like, they wrote most of these songs. They played them for five years. They're not just going to be like, well... I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I hate that part of my life. I feel like Niall... While his music is so different, he kind of tapped into kind of what he was marketed. And I feel like while that probably did play on his, like, mental health, you know, what, like, how he was labelled in the band did, like, affect him. I feel like it kind of also probably helped him in terms of going solo. Also, again, it was very, like, while it was kind of, Irishy, folky, kind of seventies esque kind of influences. It was still because yeah. everyone was like, "Well, this is just Nile." Yeah, that, that's how I reacted. I was like, "This seems like a Nile style." It's like this is him. Like, and there, there was no fault to it. it was like, yeah, I, I'm vibing with him because, like, I, me, I was like, I like the style of music beforehand. So I'm like, okay. Like, obviously, I listen to more music than just One Direction. So I was like, I like this style. It's like, this is him. He, like, he didn't mess up with how he came out and, like, with his first album. And then, like, Heartbreak Weather. I really like Heartbreak Weather. Yeah. Like, I think he just keeps, like, putting out all these good albums. Like, like his albums are so good and they're so underrated. I don't know I how. just, I don't know how as well. But also, I just feel like, again, Heartbreak Weather was another natural progression for Nile. Like, that was, again, this is Nile. Like, it's different to Flicker in terms of its less kind of folky influences, less kind of Irish influences, and it's more pop. But there's also does have slight influences from Flickr as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, it was a natural progression for him to do that sort of album. And if the live show did happen, then, like, because obviously it got cancelled from the pandemic, but it would just like be natural for him to do live on stage and kind of influence the two together. They, they work, like while they're different and they're individually their own bodies of work, they work well together. Yeah. And as a cohesive sound, you're like, yes, this is Niall. This is Niall's sound. And he's very clearly got this kind of marketable kind of music where you listen to a song and you're like, even if you didn't know, like, obviously, you know from his voice, but, like, that aside from just the style and musicality, you can be like, that's Niall. Whereas Harry's, the two albums are very different. And if you hadn't listened to Harry's first album and you'd only listened to Fine Line and someone played you, like, from his voice, you could tell it was Harry. Yeah. But stylistically and musically, you wouldn't know. Yeah, because I, I once played, like, Harry's back to back, like, but in on shuffle, and um, my friend was like, "Is this still Harry?" I was like, "Yes." 
It is. Yeah. Whereas if you played both of Niall's albums, you could clearly tell that's still Niall. Yeah. Like, while it's slightly different, it's still... And I think he he's very... He's very, like, he has this way of, even though, like, his music is, uh, right now, like, he released it right when America went on lockdown. Yes, yeah, And he was, like, doing the week on James' um, show in L.A. And, like, uh, he basically ended the show right lockdown, and the... In England, they're like, well, we're closing the doors. Because that was the weird thing for Niall's album is... He didn't like, when... Did it come out just before lockdown in the UK? Or um, just after? Oh, no. So he released his album on the 13th of March and the government texted me on the 24th of March saying, you must stay at home. So, like, within... So he released it 10 days before the UK went into an official lockdown. But I feel like that majorly inhibited the like the, success. the success of his album. Like, obviously, it wasn't his fault. He couldn't control it. He set a release date because it was released. And it was like a weird time at the start of the pandemic where it didn't get marketed. It didn't go... And that's what inhibited the kind of progression of his album because that album should have done really well um but it just didn't i mean it didn't flop but it didn't do as well as it could have done Mm -hmm. um and i think the only reason it didn't flop was because he was nile yeah and he had the fan base behind him and if he didn't like the fan base listen to it um but again they didn't listen to it a lot yeah it wasn't like played on the radio as much because like the radio station was also out. Yeah. So, like, you, like, well, like, well, if more people listened to it, they would have. Yeah, and if people were going to work, they might have heard it on the radio, or they might have just been listening in their headphones because they're on a train or they're on a bus or yeah. they're walking, they've got a long walk, and they're more likely li- to listen to it. Whereas you're stuck at home, you're not commuting, and while technically you could probably have an album on the back in the background because you know you're working from home and you don't have your boss over your shoulder telling you not to. Yeah. Um, a lot of people probably just didn't because they were like and stuck in this thing where they were like, "I'm in my house. I have to work from home. This is so weird. I don't like it." And this kind of thing. Yeah. Or me just being like. You know, you can't help it because how was he supposed to know that ten days later we'd go into a lockdown and we wouldn't be able to leave our houses? Nobody would have known that. Yeah. So like, and he couldn't push back the date either because it happened he, he, after. And he, um, like, I mean, he can't. I think it was. Oh, it didn't damage his career. Like he did it. It like he's writing his, his yeah. third album and it's still suc- and it was still successful. And I think that. Yeah, like, it didn't damage anything, it didn't do any harm, and it didn't, like, flop. He wasn't like, oh, my God, he's flops, like, Niall flop era. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was just, like, why didn't that do as well as it should have? Yeah. And it didn't do bad. I think it should have been nominated for a Brit, or even, like, a a Grammy, something like that, not a Grammy, but, like, it should have been, like, yeah, but again, if you look at the Brits, because um, obviously 2020 Brits got postponed, yeah. I think, unless no. it happened just before. 
I'm not sure. But then Harry Styles got nominated for a Brit and his album came out in 2019, so they must have done two years at once because why else would Harry Styles be nominated for a 2021 Brit Award when he didn't release anything in 2020? I was, yeah, I was still confused about that too. Kind of like wrapping it up, they each all have their unique and into like a unique style to music and successful to music where like that they have been able to grow from their own own person in a music industry. You can be the biggest boy band ever and still make it as successful as you are solo. I think that w- we should be expecting at least maybe three albums out of the four probably in 2021, which will be exciting. And Maybe we'll do, a, do another version of their music. Again, has been the Serendipity Podcast with Rosie and Tara. And I hope to, well, I hope you guys tune in for the next episode.